Do you spend hours in your head thinking about something that happened, could have happened, or might happen? Do you ask others what to do so you don't make a mistake? Welcome to the Playing It Safe podcast. I am Dr. Z, your host. I am a clinical psychologist, an author, and a person that is super passionate about sharing with you science-based skills to overcome any type of fear-based struggles. Who doesn't experience fear? Who doesn't play it safe? In this show, we will discuss how fear-based reactions happen in day-to-day life, how playing it safe behaviors look like, sound like, and feel like, how you can put into action solid tips from behavioral science to get unstuck from worries, fears, obsessions, and anxieties, and how you can start doing what works, what matters, and what you care about. Behavioral science doesn't have to be boring. Thanks for listening, and let's get started. We often have uncomfortable emotions and feelings we're dealing with, like anxiety, worry, guilt, jealousy, envy. We also have uncomfortable views about ourselves, like I am bad, I am ugly, I am stupid. And many times we believe that when having an uncomfortable emotion, when having a negative thought, when having painful memories, those are cues that something needs to be fixed, repaired, or replaced within us. But what if our internal experiences are just that, internal experiences? But what if what we do with them or what we do in response to them is much more important than what those experiences are? Hello everybody, this is Dr. Z and I want to welcome you to another episode of the Playing It Safe podcast. In this brief episode, I want to share with all of you a particular psychological concept that is at the heart of acceptance and commitment training. This psychological concept is context and it's going to help you to understand your behavior in context. Now, I know that may sound fancy smanshi, but I promise you that I did my best to share with all of you what context is within acceptance and commitment therapy in a simple and actionable way so you can get better at living a purposeful life. So let me start by sharing a Buddhist parable. A farmer and his son had a beloved stallion who helped the family earn a living. One day... The horse ran away, and the neighbors exclaimed, Your horse ran away. What terrible luck. The farmer replied, Maybe so, maybe not. We will see. A few days later, the horse returned home, leading a few wild mares back to the farm as well. The neighbors shouted out, Your horse has returned and brought several horses home with him. What great luck. The farmer replied, Maybe so, maybe not, we will see. Later that week, the farmer's son was trying to break one of the mares and she threw him to the ground, breaking his leg. The neighbors screamed, Your son broke his leg. What terrible luck. The farmer replied, maybe so, maybe not, we will see. 
A few weeks later, soldiers from the National Army marched through town, recruiting all the able-bodied boys for the army. They did not take the farmer's son because he was still recovering from his injury. The neighbors shouted, Your boy is a spare. What tremendous luck. To which the farmer replied, Maybe so, maybe not. We will see. They are not absolutes. There is a misconception about behaviorists as being cold, rigid, and non-empathic. An act is based on radical behaviorism. But that doesn't mean that we don't pay attention to behaviors in context. Within the ACT model, you cannot understand behaviors without thinking of them within a given context. And by context, I mean what happens before that particular action and what happens right after that particular action. When thinking about actions, I am thinking about the things that you do with your feet, with your hands and with your mouth, but also I am thinking about thinking strategies. Within ACT, within radical behaviorists, behavior is understood as every single thing a person does. It could be something that is visible to others, like moving your hand up and down, jumping up and down, me recording this podcast. And it's also everything you're doing in your head in a private way. When you are thinking, dreaming, rationalizing, coming up with hypotheses, coming up with arguments, that is also a behavior. So within ACT, we try to understand behaviors in context. Let me give you an example. If you have the thought, I am feeling like a loser today, you may spend hours listing all of your accomplishments and qualities. You may even ask your friends to tell you positive attributes about yourself. You may even start thinking positively about yourself. You may say things like, I have raised two children, I provide for my family, and so on and on. Within acceptance and commitment training, we may ask you the history of the thought, your cultural upbringing, the family messages you receive, past experiences you may have had. We may ask you if you remember when was the first time you had a thought. We may ask you how did you think about yourself when you were a teenager and so on. We may ask you how long you have struggled with that particular thought that says I am a loser. But here is the big but. We won't ask you to prove yourself that you are not a loser. Again. We can understand where the thought is coming from. We may ask you about the history of the thought that says, I am a loser. But we won't ask you to do anything to prove yourself that you're not a loser. We won't ask you to list all the positive qualities you have or to disprove that you are a loser. Instead, we may ask you, what were you doing when having the thought that says, I am a loser? When did you have it? And then we will ask you, what did you do when having the thought? Did you take any action? Did you take any private or public action? And did that action improve or worsen the quality of your life in that moment? Did that action help you to be who you want to be in that moment? You see, it's very different. 
we may ask you to check if the action you took in response to the thought that says I am a loser was a workable one or not. And when I say workable or workability, as you hear me saying in other episodes, and quite likely you're going to hear me saying in future episodes, within ACT, we are referring to whether a behavior or an action helps you to move towards what is important to you in a given situation. Workability has nothing to do with whether a behavior is true or not, correct or not, positive or negative. So if what you were doing in a particular situation helps you to move closer towards the life that you want to build, then we say it's workable. But if that action is having the opposite effect and is taking you farther away from who you want to be in that moment, then we will say that it's an unworkable action. And you are the only person who can ever decide whether something is workable for you or not. Now, you may wonder why I chose to talk about context on today's episode. Here is why. Because anything and everything you do, privately or publicly, can be a move towards your values or a move away from them. And often, it's easy to judge our actions as good or bad. It's easy to classify your thoughts, feelings as positive or negative. And on top of that, it's easy to read and consume messages in social media that says, do this, do that, as if it's a simple thing to do and an answer to difficult problems without looking at your own context, what truly works for you and what your values are. In act, we are far beyond those terms. And again, we look at our behaviors through the lenses of workability. And workability is always in regard to your values. Let me unpack this a little bit more. Let's say that I stay in bed and the alarm goes off. But I keep hitting the snooze bottom to avoid dealing with the stress that comes with some tasks. For me, that will be an away move. It may not be an away move for someone else, but it will be for me. But if there is a holiday or I have a three-day weekend and the alarm goes off and I hit the snooze bottom to enjoy the pleasure of a long sleep in, for me, in that moment, that will be a chores move. For someone else, that might not be a chores move. Because some people like to get up very early, even in the holidays or in a long weekend and go for a run or go for yoga or do some exercise. But for me, in that moment, that will be a move towards one of my values. So let me give another example. Let's say that I got invited to a party, but I decide to cancel at the last minute. And I was doing that because my kitty got sick and I need to take him to the emergency room. In that situation, that will be a move towards my values. But what if I feel very lonely, I feel isolated, even though I got invited to attend to this party and it's important for me to connect, 
I decide to cancel at the last minute because I want to avoid feeling anxious around others. In that moment, that particular action will be a move away from my values because I am canceling so I don't feel anxious. So you can see how the same behavior, canceling a social event at the last minute, can be a move towards your values in one situation, or it can be a move away from your values in another situation. That's why context matters when thinking of your actions. You can see how within ACT, we don't think of behaviors in terms of good or bad, positive or negative, false or true, sweet or sour, black and white. We think of behaviors as actions you take privately or publicly in a given context. And that's why your context matters. Because instead of wrestling with those uncomfortable internal experiences, painful memories, criticizing thoughts, and taking them as the absolute truth, it's much more important for you to take a look at how you respond to them. What do you do when having those uncomfortable experiences? And are those actions a move towards your values or a move away from your values? So understanding your behavior in context is going to help you to give yourself the freedom to choose how to handle uncomfortable moments. I hope this episode was helpful. If you want a refresher about values and workability, please listen again to episode 23. If you have any questions, please go to the website www.thisisdrz.com and feel free to email me. I wish you a great week and see you next week. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode, I will very much appreciate it if you will subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. And if you're feeling extra generous, I welcome a review on Apple Podcasts. Show notes of this episode are in the website playingitsafe.zone. Make sure to subscribe to my newsletter so you can receive more tips to stop all types of unworkable playing it safe actions. See you soon!